Welcome back, sports fans. Boy, do we have a lot to unpack. Today in sports alone, John Elway endorsed Trump's choice for the United States Supreme Court Judge Neil Gorsuch. Shaq proudly declared himself a flat earther. And Tim Tebow thinks he can pull off a career in minor league baseball. I'm Hooli. I'm the Joe. I'm Mary Beth Smith, and we will unpack all of this, especially Check doesn't think gravity works. <laughs> <laughs> Judging by his free throws, I understand that now. First up, we're going to spend some time with... <laughs> Ack. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. A couple weeks ago, Kyrie Irving made news as declaring himself a proud flat earther and uh, someone who I'd claim is even more high profile went and did him one better. Gentlemen... In a recent interview, Shaquille O'Neal decided to appear to decide to back up the flat earth comments made by Kyrie. It was on the most recent episode of Shaq's podcast, The Big Podcast. Uh, <laughs> which is my least favorite of the Shaq nicknames. <laughs> uh, I... It's amazing that he got that as a rookie when nobody knew what that meant. Uh, Shaq's, Shaq's quote uh, is, quote, It's true. The earth is flat. The earth is flat. Yes, it is. Listen, there are three ways to manipulate the mind. What you read, what you see, and what you hear. In school, first thing they teach us is, Oh, Columbus discovered America. But when he got here, there were some fair-skinned people with uh, the long hair smoking on the peace pipes. So what does that tell you? Columbus didn't discover America. So, listen, I drive from coast to coast, and this shit is flat to me. I'm just saying. I drive from Florida to California all the time, and it's flat to me. I do not go up and down at a 360-degree angle, and all that stuff about gravity. Have you looked outside Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? You mean to tell me that China is under us? China is under us. It's not. The world is flat. Close quote. Shaquille O'Neal. I, I don't exactly know where to begin. Um, well, the center of the Earth, which is the North Pole, <laughs> is where you begin. I guess my biggest thing is, let's get this Columbus stuff out of the way first. <laughs> <laughs> I want to yes, go gravity, but yes, let's go Columbus. It's a, it's a, it's a straw man fallacy by being like, look, uh, the school teaches you this and it's not exactly true. Therefore, you can't believe anything school tells you, right? <sighs> yeah. And, and it's also like, you can't believe anything school tells you and he didn't find America because the earth's flat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's trying to use it to back up a hypothesis 
But it's not evidence of that hypothesis. No, 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 it's, no. It's You're like comparing A, a to oranges. Yeah, yeah. It's apples to frog farts. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, look, I can make a great spaghetti sauce, so of course every car has four wheels. <laughs> it's like, what? Where, how did you do that? I put eggs in the sauce. <laughs> yeah, right? Dude, that's, that's how you do it. Too. But, all right, so here, all right. Here's my thing about it, then. Uh, let's assume he's right and the Earth is flat. Okay. Because he says China's not on the other side of us, which right. is not. It's the Indian Ocean. What is on the other side? Uh, oh, that's a great question. I don't know. What do I... they believe? Is there another society? Oh, no, no, no. Is there just, just like, like nothing, like something? a bunch of okay. roots from There's trees? There's no space uh, down. It's okay. Only, space is only up. No, no, no. <laughs> Obviously, uh, you weren't paying attention to eleven. It's the upside down. Oh. That's that's a, the the Earth is like a game board, and then that's the Demogorgon is on the other side. That's what it is. <laughs> Kyrie and Shaq just really like Stranger Things. <sighs> And they're convinced that they have to rescue Will. <laughs> Will Byer. Yeah. Probably not Barb, but definitely Will Byer. I think Shaq's a Barb. Jeff, Shaq's a Barb man. I mean, if he's a flat earther, Shaq's a Barb man. Um, let's, get, let's circle back to that gravity thing real quick. Is okay. he saying that gravity can't be real because of how tall the buildings are yeah, around I Atlanta? I think that's what he's saying, yes. Okay. It took me reading that this time, which is like... The fifth time I've read this to understand that that's what he meant about that. Part. I think so. Like he either means they're too high, like it's kind of so he basically says they're too high and too heavy, because he's like gravity can't be real because buildings are tall, but he's also saying China can't be under Atlanta because Atlanta would fall through. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. It's something like that. That like, the Earth's mantle so, is too thin yeah. to support the weight so, of and, Jermaine Dupree yeah. and the rest of the Purple Ribbon it's Gang. It's something like that. Like, you mean to tell me China's mm -hmm. under us? Like, it's so... So, in, in preparation for this segment, I did some reading on the Flat Earth Society website. Ooh. Good. Uh... And the funny thing is, gravity is, like, one of the topics that they talk about on the website. So, like, in their FAQ, like, about us, the, like, the very first one is, like, are you serious? Yes, is the their answer to that frequently asked question. And mm. then they hit more points from there. Uh, each, I feel, <laughs> becoming less and less frequently asked than the last. Yeah. So, <laughs> so one, one of them is, is just, like, well, what about gravity? Doesn't... Uh, doesn't gravity mean that it's a it's a, a globe Earth? Because uh, that's it. You're either a, a flattest or you're a globulist, a globulist. Uh, <laughs> I think globulist is correct. And ba yeah, basically, I consider myself a globulist. <laughs> I'm definitely a, a, like a type A globulist. Um, so <laughs> their their FAQ about like doesn't gravity mean that it's a globe Earth? They're like, no, it doesn't. In fact, uh, gravity doesn't make sense no matter what type of planet you have no. so nobody nobody understands how gravity works and that's that's just how it is so gravity so, is to flat earthers as magnets is to insane clowns <laughs> <laughs> hey fucking gravity how does that work there's magic all around us 
<laughs> My thing is, Shaq needs to get out of the facts and start reading some facts. <laughs> uh, get some facts, Shaq. Fakil yeah. <laughs> O'Neal. Fakil O'Neal. Does he have to give back the nickname the Big Aristotle now? My thing is, maybe he's just too big to be able to have a concept of how big Earth is. <laughs> to me, Earth seems huge. I'm a very small person. See, I feel like from how tall he is, he should be able to see the curvature. <laughs> I feel he's like like that Felix guy from the Red Bull Jump. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I see it all from here. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Shaq just thinks that he's like too big of a deal. He's won, what, four rings? Yeah, four rings. So, like, who who can you take advice from? I mean, Saturn has seven rings, so maybe another globe planet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the other thing that the Flat Earth Society says. It's like, hey, we can observe the other planets, and they're all round. They're not flat. And, the, and they say, hey, if you grew up and all you were seeing was gray geese, you'd probably think that every goose was gray. But what if you're the white goose? basically their argument is like well you can't prove us wrong if we ignore all science <laughs> like, like if you don't if you don't pay attention to anything my word is as good as yours uh, this segment brought to you by the 2016 election <laughs> Yeah, you ain't seen my best. Checkmate in a game of chess. Globalist, see me as a threat. Free thinking, got the world at my neck, huh? And my paranoid picture, Michael Max in a room full of pigs trying not to bust a sweat. Hey, Neil Tyson need to loosen up his vest. They probably write that man one hell of a check. Hey, I'm over here on this side of town. Come on over, 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 over here, try to clown. Hey. I never pipe down if they weren't coming for me, then they definitely coming for me now. I can't even keep my phone charged up. All the shit I'm talking, I should get my own bar. Here on Sports Retorts on Julian the Joe, sometimes we like to dive deeper into some issues that need to be talked about. One of those issues that we considered but then retracted was having a garbage human hall of fame. Of course, J.R. Smith would be in there. Shaq is making a strong case for himself. <laughs> but then we also wanted to include some other people who are sports-related that are notable garbage humans. At the end of the day, we decided that this would be doing them too much of a service by talking about people who absolutely do not deserve it. Yeah, and I think we learned this week that it's good that we forewent that discussion because we've found a winner. The king of the garbage human athletes is a Brazilian soccer player named Bruno Fernandes, who was found guilty of, in 2010, ordering his ex-girlfriend and mother of a, his one of his children to be kidnapped, tortured, murdered, cut into pieces, and then fed to dogs. Uh, he was found guilty... And was sentenced to 22 years in prison, which already by itself actually does not seem long enough. The fact that he didn't get life. But uh, instead... Or multiple life sentences. For all of that? Yes. yes. Uh, in fact, there, there were... Uh, 
of the 22 years, he served seven in prison. Yeah, and then, if you were paying attention, this happened in 2010. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the Brazilian Supreme Court justices approved an appeal to release him. Jesus. So he spent a less than a third of his prison time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, on top of all of this, so already firmly a absolute piece of trash, just a, a piece of floating shit. He was a former soccer player. All of this went down, and now in 2017, when he was... Uh, released from prison for this crime for which he was found guilty, he was re-signed to a soccer team. Boa Esporte, the football club, signed Bruno to a contract. So now he's working again and employed by a, a professional football team. And you guys were saying before that the reception has actually been, like, reasonable? Like... The team and the fans and stuff? The team seems to be approving of it. Yeah. I mean, obviously the team is approving of it. They gave him a contract and felt he was a fine person to represent their sport and team. The fans I'm not sure about. So uh, I was scouring uh, an article on what appears to be the official website of the football club, uh, globoesporte.globo.com. Uh... And the gist of an article, which translates via Google Chrome, thank you, Google, for uh, not choosing to support our show, Uh, the uh, translated headline is, Justice with one's hands never works. And the the gist of the article is basically like, hey, what this guy did is is absolutely awful. It's unnameable. Uh, Also... uh, the 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 justice system has made a huge mistake by letting him go, uh, but since that happened, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna like, hey, he's well, it our happened. Our hands are tied. Yeah, <laughs> our hands are tied, except for when we loosened the restraints to sign the contract, which we will be paying Bruno. Well, congratulations, Bruno. Not only did you win a get-out-of-jail-free card and a two-year deal with a professional football team, but also you've won the king of the Garbage Human Hall of Fame. (laughs) So, congrats, you piece of shit. I I hope that... I hope he is able to not spend his money on frivolous bullshit and give his children a better life. I hope he flames out and is forgotten by everybody. Whoever knew him. I hope a lot of fans start bringing dogs to the stadium. (laughs) Calling Ramsey Bolton. We need a better human around. (laughs) (laughs) MBs. MLB. BMs. Yes! We're about to go all cold pizza up on that ass. We've got a hot topic to debate here. So hot because it's now spring and baseball is going to be in full effect. It's going to be starting off real soon. 
We've got the Joe and MB talking about whether or not the baseball season is too long at 162 games. If you're a fan of the show, I think you already know who is going to take what side on this. Uh, Joe, it's so cool that you know how much baseball needs to be in the world every season. (laughs) Uh, I think I think the season is too short. <laughs> I think that there should be. Um, I would love to see a game every day of the year. Oh no! Yeah, Joe. Huh? It, what shape is the Earth? <laughs> well, the I we can't play too many games close to the edge of the Earth. Or the balls will <laughs> fly off, and we'll never be able to recover them. Uh, do, should we have some opening arguments? Yeah, let's let's go ahead and do that. Joe, you won the coin toss before. You threw it further than MB did. So <laughs> why don't you go ahead and kick it off? Do you know what the average hair length of somebody at a comic convention, the fingernails of the Guinness World Record holder for longest fingernails, and the baseball season have in common? They are all... Too long. <laughs> Nobody is happy with them. Uh, I- except the, the few who put themselves into a bubble to convince themselves that it's the right idea. Boo. Uh, excuse me. Prosecution has the floor. Uh, judge? The judge will sustain any booze. <laughs> yes. Please don't boo. Oh. <laughs> Do we overrule the booze? Overbooled. <laughs> Overbooled. <laughs> 162 games is just too much over 183 days. You can figure out who is going to make the playoffs before that. Boo. The (laughs) baseball used to have shorter seasons. They have uh, increased over the years and now are a major source for revenue from the team owners. Uh, The players want shorter seasons, but the owners of the teams say, well, we're going to lose so many home games or we're contractually obligated to televise so many games. But the fans don't care. Some of them, I'm sure. And then all of us who don't like baseball want there to be less. So put us in the pool with the players. And it's really, it's really quite a clear decision that almost everyone would benefit from uh, reducing the number of games in a season. All right, all right. That that I, sounds like an opening argument. I yield the rest of my time. Your time is up. MB? <laughs> Gentlemen, it's April. The sun is just beginning to peek through the beautiful buds that are bursting out on every tree in the neighborhood. Mm. And the most beautiful sounds of the cracks of the bats are in the background of this you know, early spring, early summer, or late spring, early summer wonderland. And baseball starts. And then it's warm and good. And you can watch if you want. But you don't have to because <laughs> you know it's always going to be there. It's it's your bedtime story. It's It's your, you know, you get to check your rosters in the morning it's it's not you're talking monday about how you set your fantasy team the day before it's it's a thought and a conversation every single day 
for the whole summer. If you don't have to go to school, you can just baseball all the time. Kids can just go to baseball games every day. It's amazing. Also, Joe framed it like there used to be 10 games and now there's 162. <laughs> there have been 154 games since 1920. At least 154 games. And then in the 60s, they increased it from 154 to 162. Bad argument. It's been that many. It's been 162 games for almost a century now. It's If it ain't broke... You ain't got to fix it. And you ain't. Because why, why? There can't be too much of a good thing. All right. Th- those are both solid o- opening arguments. And mind you, I'm not the judge here. I'm not going to decide who's right. I already know who's right. But this is more or less an open discussion here. Now, <laughs> the Joe, is your problem that there's so much baseball that you can't seem to find all the televisions in the world to turn off to not watch it? Or <laughs> is it that there's so much baseball that the players are getting injured and you're concerned for them? Or is it too much baseball because it's then cutting into your watching of Ice Cube's three-on-three summer league? Yes. <laughs> it's all of it. It's all of it. It is a package deal. There is so much baseball that you can turn around and catch two fly balls when you're in fucking uh, Montana. That's great. uh, Bring something fun to Montana. What do they have? Fly fishing. (laughs) Quiet. (laughs) I don't want to hear the cracks of the bats. I want to hear whispers while I'm in a hammock sipping a lemonade. Players are getting injured. Players want shorter seasons. They never used to have to do uh, day games after night games or stuff like that. Uh, And many players, it turns out, are very upset that the league has since outlawed amphetamines to help them (laughs) wake up uh, after a night game or after traveling. Yes, that's why. It was a different time. The greenies, baby. Oh, the greenies. That's right. It was greenies. greenies. Yeah, the reds will bring you down. Don't take those. (laughs) Nobody had the internet. Nobody had Netflix. What did you have? Let's turn on the radio and listen to baseball. That was when America needed it. We are past it. Also, if you are, how can you be a fan of a team that has to play 162 contests? What I love about football is that I can remember every game my team played. It's a tenth the season. Every game is ten times as valuable as one game of baseball. And and yes, it is spring today. We, today is March thirtieth. We're recording this on March thirtieth, and it's the beginning of the baseball season. You know what feels weird about baseball? Thinking about oh, I got to plan two things: uh, uh, my Halloween costume, and then when I want to watch the World Series the next day. <laughs> that is more than half a year away before we can wrap this thing up. Right. And as somebody who lived in Wrigleyville, there's too many games. Okay, you did that to yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. boy. No one chose you to do that. <laughs> Two people did, and I don't talk to them anymore. Hello, that's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> now, all right, MB, uh, Joe has made it clear that he doesn't know how to not watch baseball because he has ADD, apparently. 
And anytime he hears a crack of the bat, he has to look over instinctually. So, regardless of Joe saying that he can't seem to turn off baseball, you can't seem to turn it on enough. I'm guessing that you enjoy the ebb and flow of a season, the hitting, the going in and out of streaks, and you're not upset at having one game mean so little. Yes, absolutely. Like, if I eat a Totino's pizza from the frozen food section, I'm not upset that I had it, even though I know that stuffed deep dish from Art of Pizza exists. Like, I know there's better pizza, but I still get to eat pizza. Like, I know there's big games, but I still get to watch baseball all the time, like, whenever I want. Like, I don't have to wait for it. It's just always there, waiting for me. And, mm-hmm. and there, it's like you said, there is something totally different to the art of, like, remaining healthy and setting rosters and, like, who's the starting pitcher for this game. Like, there's there's no real analogy to that in sports in terms of, like, each game being a totally different set of these people versus these people. Like, the, 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 the pitcher's, you know, if you're in the division, you might see that pitcher, like, a few times a year, tops. Like, that's so interesting to me that you can't even, you can't nail down strategy as much as you may be able to in other, in other sports. So... Unlike basketball, where you have the same matchups constantly, you're saying part of the allure and appeal of it is that you it's essentially a snowflake, even if it's the two teams playing. Yeah, exactly. Like, the Ravens are going to know what Roethlisberger plays like. Sporadic. Erratic, excuse me. <laughs> and, and to some extent, you know, the Braves are going to know how they hit against Steven Strasburg. But at the same time, like... There's so many environmental factors. There's, like, how is the Braves lineup hitting that day? Mm -hmm. How Mm -hmm. has Strasburg been pitching recently? Like, I know those things factor into other sports, but just because of the longevity of it, it's like you said, there's so much more ebb and flow, and you almost pick up on, like, patterns, and I think that's why sabermetrics is so uh, evasive, is because Mm -hmm. it's, it's, like you know, you're measuring exit velocities and pitch speeds. And with the technology improving and the computing improving, I think we're only going to see those things get more and more, like, mathematic. And and then, like, there's just... Then it's just baseball outside of that. Like, you could fucking look at numbers all day, and it's like you're not going to be able to count on Kyle Schwarber coming back to DH in the World Series. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. There's yeah. just still... There's still human error. There's still... Factors. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. The The sample size is so large that I feel like everything is inevitable in baseball. I mean, there are hundreds of pitches per game. A pitcher will pitch thousands of pitches per year. Like, there, there's... Inevitably, everything will happen because there's so much of it. And all of that time is 162 games. Like, there's, uh, there's but it's just not so times much 162 per so, games. There's so much of it because there is 162 games, right? Right. All right. Yes. The but like, even on a microcosm, like, 
even the games, there's just such a large sample size of one team being at bat and the other team pitching to them and then seeing, like, what happens because, like, on an individual basis, on an indiv- on a sample size basis, odds are nothing is going to happen. Like, but uh, the, the, but the, saying nothing is going to happen is insane. Like it ignores yeah. it ignores pitch styles. It ignores the count. It ignores what the people are doing in the field. Like it's just a harder sport to get succeed. into watching and succeed in. As but the, but as but the it's 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 harder. It's not football. It's not crash bang reset. It's every single pitch counts. Because if you fuck up one time, he's gonna hit it out of the park. Like if you're if the the like finesse of the strategy of like I said, like pitch selection and the shifts and like whether the outfielder gets the, a good start on making a play mm-hmm. and like it, there's just so many little environmental factors. So like every pitch counts in every game. So it's like 162 games worth of pitches that counts. That's so much. It's I think I think it's too much. And I don't fault people for who to enjoy it and think that it's enough or that there might even need to be more. I just can't get into a game where there are thousands of pitches that are me- meaningful. Like that that is too much data to sift through to Yeah, that's to, what sabermetrics are for. <laughs> <laughs> but to like be be invested for 162 games for 183 days and then the postseason and the you know spring training and the cactus league and the grapefruit league. There's just so much of it and it's so thick. It's like trying to run in oatmeal. Like trying to like get any traction in but me, understanding and appreciating the game. Let me ask you don't you don't like oatmeal. I love oatmeal. Really? Yeah, raisins and brown But sugar. I mean like I mean if baseball is oatmeal, you don't like oatmeal oh, to begin with. Correct. Right. Yeah. All so right. then is two games too much for you? Is three. You know what like at I that also point think there's... would you rather see it be a basketball season or a hockey season at eighty something games? Yes. All right, then let me ask you this. If baseball is too long because players get injured and you're not interested, where does football stand with you? Because there are far more injuries. Yes. And the players are calling for less games in football. Yes. And the owners want more games. It seems like you should want less football. Right. I do. You do want less football. Yeah. If that's if that's what the concerned parties want, this I think this season is. I wouldn't want to drastically reduce it, and this is being a biased football fan. I wouldn't right. want to cut it in half to eight games. That no. wouldn't be enough. But if they cut it to like fourteen games, which it used to be decades 14 ago, with two preseason games, something like that. Yeah. If if the concerned parties like the players want it, and I. I think that would allow teams to remain healthier throughout the year and into the playoffs. I think there's nothing... One of the most disappointing things as a sport of the fan is watching a team or a player get, like, injured or... Sure, like ha- in basketball their... right now, how yeah. certain teams are resting players. Yeah, like, that's because, like, the the players have had enough. Like, I'd rather see healthy teams go into the playoffs in, the football, in football than... than certainly than more yeah, games being added. Yeah, I guess that's fair, and... I, what were you going to say? 
Oh, I was just going to say then, Joe, you should love baseball because you can have players like Schwarber hurt themselves <laughs> severely on the first game of the season and still make it back for the World Series. That's you amazing. have six months to heal an injury yeah. and come back. Totally. Shaq a- could drive off the earth by the end of that time. Uh, totally. A player can get injured in spring training, need two years to recover, and be back right before the All-Star break. Okay. <laughs> I have a uh, I have a closing argument, and that is that because there's so much, the uh, barrier to entry is much lower. It literally entry into games. Mm-hmm. Like, it's borderline impossible to get into a professional, especially a professional uh, football or basketball game, especially in a big market uh, city mm-hmm. like the Chicago, like Chicago is, and and thus hockey would throw in there. Oh yeah. But if you have, you can get into a ba- a baseball game for nothing. Yeah. You can spend ten dollars and see a baseball game. You can't say that about any other sport. So like, families can take their kids, and because there's so much more, they don't have to have astronomical ticket prices, and. They don't, uh, I mean, some stadiums do sell sell out every game, but you're talking about like tens of thousand seat stadiums, just like you are in any, all of those other professional sports, but times 10 for the number of games where football is concerned anyway. Mm -hmm. So, so much more people actually get to see them and, uh, you know, baseball in person is the best. Like it's so much better to watch in person just because it's like. You get to see that full picture of of what I was describing before of you know the 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 call the pitch the swing the shift the like the jump the steal like it, it just you get to see it all like bird's eye view and 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 I just there's no other sport like that. The Joe. Do you have any closing arguments, or would you like to sit in silence at that perfect encapsulation <laughs> of why MB is right? Uh, <laughs> the funny thing is that that uh, closing argument just made me feel like uh, if you were watching like an ocean from like the space station, or like watching like storm clouds from such a high level that you can see things like move <laughs> and like unfurl and like you see it happening like as opposed to like being on the ground where you only see like a snippet uh-huh. uh, and you're like well this is some bullshit it's raining <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. so I think I think I'm usually the guy with the umbrella cursing at the at the clouds yeah it's also just like I knew that was my ace in the hole in terms of like you just <laughs> there I just would have obviously a strong argument for baseball being the best professional sport in terms of actual in-person viewership. Yeah. Oh, for that, I'd say baseball. Uh, be- <laughs> <laughs> we still got him. Got him. <laughs> so this week, we thought we would wrap it up with a quick two-minute drill. So we're going to try to see how many jokes we can tell in two minutes. And if we start a joke and the timer runs out, that's the last one. We can finish it up, but no more jokes after that. With a few weeks left in the NBA schedule, the Cavs sat Kyrie, Love, and LeBron on a back-to-back against the Clippers for what David Griffin calls, quote-unquote, rest, for what the working class calls some bullshit. (laughs) 
It has just broken today that the NFL and FBI have a lead in Tom Brady's missing jersey from Super Bowl 51, and it was apparently taken by a credentialed reporter at the game. No word if anyone has found Atlanta's 25-point lead from the second half, though family and friends expect the worst. The thief was identified as Martin Mauricio Ortega of the Mexican editorial organization. Ortega had also apparently stolen Brady's Super Bowl 49 jersey. Man, these plots for the Nick Cage movies keep getting weirder and weirder. Mayweather says he would, quote-unquote, choose Moscow now for his fight with McGregor, presumably because Russia has lax rules on fighting and the two could finally get that no-holds-barred tickle fight. Well, your bracket is busted, but Duke is out, so let's all just take this as a win. Grizz fans are excited this week as Chandler Parsons finally has a knee-ending surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, According to recent reports, Ray Rice has not given up on the NFL, but he should as the NFL has given up on him. (laughs) And Tiger Woods is... Reportedly trying everything to play in the Masters this year. Which, if we know Tiger Woods, probably means a lot of knee surgeries and adultery. I think that's all we've got for you guys today. If you like the show, if you listen regularly, just share it out. The uh, There's a lot of uh, big uh, campaign across podcasting called Tripod, and it's just a way for people who are podcast hosts and listeners to share podcasting with people who may not necessarily be into it. Uh, so hashtag Tripod, T-R-Y-P-O-D. And check that out. If you like this, I'm sure you like other stuff, but if you like this, you probably listen to other stuff. But also... Share it with your buddies who are sports fans, but maybe don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, get them to try our pod. At Hooli and the Joe on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Hooli and the Joe. We have an Instagram, sports underscore retorts. We'll see what uh, mischief and mayhem we get into this baseball season, and we'll post about it on all of those things. Uh, also, did you guys see this? Here's what scientists and the aliens could look like. <laughs> Teeth. Definitely. Uh, Avatar plus Groot. <laughs> <laughs> This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.